hey, weirdlings, Tori here. Just wanted to pop in and tell you guys a little bit about the Bark Box Super Chewer Box. With two Super Chewers in my house, I've spent hundreds of dollars trying out all kinds of, quote, indestructible toys, all of which were destructed in mere minutes of meeting my dogs. Emily had suggested BarkBox to me, but I thought there was no way that these toys were going to hold up to my dogs. But then she told me about the Super Chewer box, so we decided to try it. Even with the Super Chewer box, though, my dog Hodor had destroyed one of the toys, though it did take him longer than normal. Emily suggested I reach out to BarkBox, and I'm so glad that I did. Their amazing customer service listened to my concerns and helped me customize the type of toys and treats that I receive, and it's been smooth sailing ever since. But Super Chewer isn't just toys. You get treats and chews in every box, and you can buy extra toys and treats from their website. My dogs are like my kids, and it's Christmas every month when that Bark Box arrives. If you follow the link in our show notes, you'll get double your first box. If you have a Super Chewer, this is the box for you, and your pup will thank you. Hello and welcome. Thank you. What the fuck? We'll just restart that. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Three's a Crime, a true crime podcast. I'm Tori. I'm Emily. And I'm Lindsay. And that's our intro. Here we are. We are professional. Professional podcasters. We're podcasters, bitches. I have a deep depression and anxiety, and I'm finally, after like 10 years of being on the wrong meds, I'm on the right ones with right dose. I try to keep the thought that our feelings aren't truth, but our body feels them as truth, no matter what has happened. That's a good way Mm -hmm. of putting that. So will you say that one more time? um, I try to keep the thought that our feelings aren't truth, but our body feels them as truth, no Mm. matter what has happened. Right. Hmm. So whether you're allowed to show these feelings or not, we still have them. We're human beings and we don't give ourselves enough credit that the walk is fucking hard, but we're still putting one foot in front of the other. So like me, me, like me just being able to sit here and tell you a story is one step away from me probably isolating myself and hiding. So pain and depression and and anxiety are the worst kind of muffin mix. Mm-hmm. But by trying at least once a day to take one step forward, you are making progress. Little steps add up. Would you go to the suicide forest? I absolutely would. I think I would. 
I don't know how if I could go in far. I wouldn't go in at night, but no. I would definitely go. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I would go to like leave flowers and honor the dead yeah. for all of those people that that felt that that was their only option. But I would not go there as a tourist attraction to be like, ooh, I went to the suicide forest. Well, I was thinking, too, like, it's a, I mean, besides the terrible things that happen there, it's a beautiful place. Yes. Like, it's incredible. It's very pretty. I mean, people tour it because it's, it's a beautiful place. Yeah. Right. You know? And they just and like, happen to know that bodies are part of the beautiful place. That's true. And, like, one of the entrances, there's a restaurant. Wow. There's, like, all these vending machines with really cool shit. But they said, like, a lot of the times... The meal at that a person has at that restaurant is like their last meal. Oh my god! So it's just like Jesus Christ. On a flip side, you know, um, because I am, I am sort of pro assisted suicide, especially for people that have terminal diseases. We do well. it for. This is my personal. I'm not speaking for these two. Um, we do, you know, we do it for our animals, um, and sometimes I think for some people, the mental anguish that they are under is equivalent to a a terminal disease. So if the, you know, so on one hand I'm kind of like, well, some of these people they went out on their own terms in the way that they had decided to go out. Mm-hmm. But the thing is with mental illness versus a terminal disease, like there is help. Yes. There is help that you can come back from it. This is all based on not acknowledging who we are right and not and, and not giving yourself yeah. that grace and not being not feeling not like allowing, we're able yeah to talk about our problems and our issues and our mental health and you know what i mean we still i mean we the united states we're more open about it and i think we're it's getting, getting better. better especially after covid it became more of yeah. a conversation well yeah because so many people are struggling with their mental health in yeah. in the pro you know in the in this pandemic um, but there is still a stigma. Yes. And so, like, we're not, like, we may be a little bit be- you know, yeah. better, but there's still issues here. And I think there are still, like, we here in Spokane have seen an astronomical, I feel like, amount of suicides this summer, just on the Maple Street yeah. Bridge, um, to the point where, like, they're ta- like people are talking now about, like, do we need to put netting? And, well, you can't put netting under it because that's a historic bridge and they're not allowed to. And I'm like, mm, if people are dying, I think we can do whatever the fuck if we people want. want to, if they want to kill themselves, they will really find a way. Right. But, so, and so here's the, them, well, and so here's the argument, though, that we were, that, that I was witnessing and kind of how I feel is, like, yes, if people are really driven to commit suicide, yes, they'll find a way. But. How many people could be saved by that, you know, getting there and being like, well, shit, I'm not going to be able to do it here. Does that moment cause them to stop and think? Because when you watch survivor stories of people who have tried to commit suicide, like nine out of 10 of them say that their first thought is like, oh, fuck, like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. You know, and so it's sometimes the, the difference between the act being committed or not is that pause. Yeah. Mm. And so, you know, like, is that going to save everybody? No. But does that mean we don't try? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, we don't give them great. We don't give them a chance. Right. And it's so so taboo to do in Japan to have feelings. Right. So it's in here too. Yeah. Still very has, has a stigma. Like it, you're bipolar, people think like you're 
Oh, yeah. It's just like, it's not. Well, that was like today. I was having a hard morning this morning and I was not pleasant. And I got here and (laughs) Emily said something and I, I clapped back. She clapped back uh, pretty intensely. I did. And And then um, I went into the bathroom and cried. (laughs) But I mean, but that is the truth. Like, but I, but I actually, since my dad passed away, like I don't cry often. And if I do, fuck no, I'm not doing it in front of other people because it feels very raw and very exposed and private. Vulnerable. And, you know, Lindsay and I actually, yeah, because I don't like the vulnerability. Not, not good in that (laughs) realm. But um, Lindsay and I had actually taken like a... What do you call that? Like a course? Oh. When we did. Anyway. Yeah, so one of the things that we did in the course is so we were doing a lot of like internal work and she was like, okay, like emotions are going to come up and you're, you guys are probably going to cry. Mm-hmm. And if you do, please do not oh. like try to comfort the other person. I forgot I have blocked this out because it fucked me up yeah, so much. She, yeah. But I, but I, but I. I get what she's saying in that because when we cry, our first instinct is to say, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry that I am making you uncomfortable with Mm. my show of emotion. It did not feel natural to not want to comfort the person. Yeah. It did not feel natural to... To not be like, oh, my God, like, it's okay. I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. You know, let it out. Because mm-hmm. um, she was like, just let the person cry. Like, don't say anything. Don't, you know. That is, like, my worst fear is for you to physically touch me and say, like, oh, my God, it's going to be okay. Like, that, <laughs> if I was crying and you did that, I think I would Tori have to, like, me? Just anybody. <laughs> anybody. Okay. Especially Tori. Especially Tori. But, I like, the idea of someone addressing me crying and, like, wanting to help makes me so incredibly uncomfortable that I, I, like, you'll probably never see me cry. Well, and when I was about to cry earlier and she tried to give me a hug and I was like, don't, don't touch me. And it's, and I shouldn't have to, but it's uncomfortable Usually for me to when, show emotion in front of other people. True. Like, I've been that trying level. to work on that, so I just, now I, I just to. cry. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I was watching the Seven Good Days trailer and I showed it to Michael and I started crying in the middle of the trailer and I, Four Good Days. Oh, Four Good Days. Sorry. That movie, that movie is very good. When I was, uh, I was halfway through the trailer and I just started crying and my immediate thought, and it was like, I was trying to keep it in and as soon as it fell, I went into the bathroom for like five minutes and then I came out and then like two weeks ago I had to be like, I feel like I should tell you (laughs) when I got up because my therapist was like, that's something that is like, okay, like if you feel like you're going to start crying, you need to let yourself cry cry. and find someone who's safe to do it in front of and your husband is going to be that. Well, and I know that you two are safe to do that in front of. Right. And, uh, you know, and you just got to find your people that are safe to do it. But I still didn't do it in front of you. It's I still, still went into the well, bathroom. That's, you, it's, I think the more and more we do this and bond, the more we will just become not. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I like, think our, the vulnerability will. You know, I, yeah. there's there's a lot of things like, you know, one of the things that we've talked about this that I really love about Emily is that she is just like. I don't give a fuck if you like it or not. I'm me and like, you can take it or leave it. I love that Um, (laughs) about you, but not on the vulnerability level. Like, like you and I, I think are very similar in that, in that's like, 
Like, nope, I'm good. I got it. <laughs> because I have spent my entire life. Well, yeah, I've been spent my whole life crying in the bathroom. At Defense work. mechanism. Right. Well, kind of and in fact, as I think about it, that's kind of what happened to you this morning when I sort of did my clap back is I have a tendency to like suppress and suppress mm. and suppress. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it just kind of erupts like a volcano where it's just like, Oh yeah. I <sighs> and then the dragon goes back to sleep. Well, yeah. Sometimes I'll just, the other night I have a full on like breakdown screen. I like screamed and like, was just frustrated with myself with all the pain yeah. stuff. And it felt wonderful after, but yeah, it's still I mean, like it's incredibly Bren, cathartic. Yeah, it's hard for Bren because he doesn't know what to like, do. There's nothing he can do but no. like, just be there. So it's just like it's a lot. It is a lot. But and so I think discussions is, like this yeah. are really helpful. And if we had more of this and allowed ourselves <laughs> to be more vulnerable, then we wouldn't maybe need to go to the suicide forest. Yeah. Well, and I also want to say one more thing. I'm just going to throw it out there because I just give no fucks. Someone who I used to love very much who thinks that mental health is fake. And I want you to know that if you think that, you can suck my dick. Yeah. Like, honestly, Mm -hmm. fuck you. Like, I, I, I. And if somebody tells you that or tries to make you feel like you talking about your mental health or the feelings that you are having are not real, yeah, you tell that person to go fuck themselves and that you cut that person flag. out of your life. My best yeah. friend of 10 years told me that I was too much to handle because after my house burned down, I was too emotional and couldn't handle my mental health. So, which I'm means... just going to put this on the internet. Fuck you. <laughs> I give a double to like, that person as well. You. Sometimes it takes a long time. Oh, it's taking much longer. Same and with my okay. fire. Also took yeah. I'm still I'm still fucked up from my house fire and How could you not ago. be? Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. like I don't know that that's something that you ever get over. Our muscles retain muscle memory. We retain those hurts yeah. as well. They like, live we, in our body. They do live in our body. Yeah. Oh, if someone say, in your yeah. life is not able to handle you at your worst moments, Fuck then up. they do not deserve to handle now, you at your best. This is now. a white woman Instagram moment. That is. I do not <laughs> no, no, no. I do woman. not know if this if this quote is really attributed to her. <laughs> is it Lord but it's always no, it's always attributed to Marilyn Monroe that it's like oh. if you can't handle me at my worst, you, you don't, don't deserve me at my best. best. Yeah. That's the tagline for this episode. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So, I love you. Yes, we and love you. We you, love you. You are important to us. Yes. And if uh-huh. someone hasn't said that to you, please take it as true. Yeah. I love you, and you're doing your fucking best, which is more than enough. You're doing great, sweetie. We yeah. love you. That's we do. Remember who you are and what you represent. Yeah, remember who you are and what you represent. And what you represent is someone who is very, very loved. And yes. worth it. You yes. are worth it yes thanks for listening to this week's episode we put out new episodes every single wednesday and if you're impatient like me be sure to become a patreon where you can get your episodes early each week 
For as little as $2 a month, you not only significantly support the production of this podcast, but you'll also get ad-free episodes in addition to them being early. Go to patreon.com slash threes of crime podcast. For pictures, videos, and links related to this episode, be sure to check out our Instagram at threes of crime. And for more information, go to threes of crime.com. Hey, weirdlings. Have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, man, I could do this? Well, guess what? That's exactly what we did, and you can too. Podcasting is a fun, inexpensive, and easy way to expand your reach online. Whether you have a message that you want to share with the world, just think having your own talk show would be cool, or you're looking for a new marketing or revenue stream, Buzzsprout has you covered. We can confirm that they're hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed on all of the major podcast directories within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping all of us succeed. Join 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout, and let's get your message out to the world. If you're ready to get started on your podcast, follow the link in our show notes and you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card and it helps support our show too. So what are you waiting for? Start your new podcast today.